William P. Young said, Submission is not about authority, and it's not obedience. It's all about relationships of love and respect. Mm. Welcome back to the Black Bible. The Black Bible. The Black Bible. The Black Bible. <laughs> Message and rhythm. Moments in the Bible that make us go, what? what? God can take a unfavorable situation and turn it. They don't have that type of insight to say, and I'm going to say maturity. <laughs> like I said, I will try my best to stall, but it's going to be like, people who know me, it's going to be written all over my face. <laughs> yeah. Church is made of imperfect people trying to serve a perfect Welcome back to the Black Bible, and this week's topic is submissive versus subservient. We got a good one for y'all this week, but before we really jump into it, we're going to go and see what the Bible says, and we're taking it from Ephesians 5, verse 20 to 33, and the NASB version. And it says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to our Father and to our God and Father, and subject yourselves to one another in the fear of Christ. Wives, subject yourself to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is also the head of the church, he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. So husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are part of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. And listen to this part. Verse 33. Nevertheless, as for you individually... Each husband is to love his own wife the same as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. I feel like this topic is a very, very talked about topic, not just only in the church sense, but just in social media as a whole. And like a lot of times when we see and I'm, I hate to be the person, because I am a woman, I hate to be the person who says men. <laughs> but a lot of times when we see men say, oh, I want her to be submissive, they get the two words submissive and subservient mixed, mixed up. up. Right. And I was on instagram the other day and somebody said well you want somebody who'd be subservient and somebody said that's the same thing and really and truly it's not because when we look at the definition of submissive it says to submitting to others or to submit is to permit oneself to be subject to something to defer or consent 
to abide by the opinion or the authority of other, and the kid definition is to yield to the authority, control, or choice of another. Right. While as subservient means useful in an inferior capacity, meaning subordinate, serving to promote some end, a, a sequentially submissive, um, which is like marked by exhibiting a fawning attentiveness and fawning is to court favor by cringing or a flattering matter or to show affection used especially of a dog. Right. So the two are not the same. And I, um, I'm not to, not to fire a shot to anybody, but I could, in, in, a, in one sense, I could see how they could it could sound the same right. after all submissive versus subservient. Right. But like you said, when you look at the definition, submissive and I love the I love the kid version because it just gets it so it just gets to the point. Like it's submissive is simply just to yield to the authority, control, or choice of another. But the interesting thing I find about that definition of submissive, it never specified a length of time. Right. So you could be submissive in one instance, yep. or you could be submissive over a longer period of time. Right. As being subservient is that you are basically beneath somebody, or somebody is beneath you. Exactly. And so the definition that I always think of when I think of submissive is just a simple thing, food. Right? So if one day, okay, we're out on the road. Mm-hmm. I want pizza, but you want sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? All right, let's get sandwiches. Mm-hmm. In my definition, I'm being submissive to you and your choice. Yep. But here's the question, though. Does being submissive all the time make you subservient to the person you're submitting to? And here's the problem. <laughs> here is, herein lies the problem. Is this question right here. Okay. Just because I'm submitting to you doesn't mean that I am beneath you. Right. And 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 to be honest, again, the problem that I think a lot of people have, especially in Christianity, um, especially in Christianity and we think in marriage, a lot of the problem that a lot of people have is they when they read this scripture, they don't read it in its entirety to understand. Right. They read, oh, wives, subject yourself to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husbands are the head of the house, as Christ is the head of the church, and he being himself superior, and yada, 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 not meaning yada, 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 but et cetera, et cetera. They don't read the next part that says, husbands, you must love your wives as Christ loved the church. You must love your wives as you love yourself. If you just think about it this way. If you love your wife as you love yourself, you're not going to treat yourself as a subordinate. Right. You're not going to treat yourself as somebody. And if you are treating yourself as somebody who's been, as somebody who is um, subordinate, who um, is a subject, who is basically inferior, then that is a you problem. Right. And you need to, you need to figure out you before you try to attach somebody else to you. Because then... If you are supposed to love your wife, if you love yourself, and you treat yourself like you are a nobody, you're going to treat her like you're a nobody. If that's, if this is, if we're going based upon the formula that Paul is stating. Right. But if you see yourself as a person of importance, you love yourself as a person of importance, why would you not love your significant other as a person of importance? Because again, Paul says, love your wife. As you love yourself. 
And even he even specified that no man basically saying no man hates himself. Exactly. I mean, and so when we get there, again, we know people have mental health issues. We know people have self esteem issues. Right. We know that there are prob we know that there are are problems within ourselves. We know that. But again, I say if you hate yourself, you might want to work on that before you try to attach yourself to somebody else. Right. Because then all that energy that you spend hating yourself, this person is coming into your life, I feel like it's going to be the one who says, has to pull you out of hating yourself. Mm. And that takes a lot of energy. That, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what you think, but for me, if you're always constantly pouring into somebody and they're not pouring into you, it's a lot of energy being exerted. I could definitely, definitely, again, going back to my days of high school, whether it be by choice or whether it just be a feeling I've had, like, there there would be times where I would pour into people, and again, those people were, and some of them still are, my friends, so I had no issue with it. But again, like, it, it does get tiring when you constantly point to people, you point to their lives in almost every aspect of their lives, and you're not getting that pour back. I think I could say that, yeah. You're not getting that pour back. You end up becoming very burnt out. And it's not only burnt out with that person, but burnt out as a whole area of your life. All of a sudden, you find yourself sleeping. At least for me, it was, I found myself sleeping a lot more frequently. Like what I probably used to get up at eight, I found myself pretty much getting up at nine, ten, and nine, ten turned to twelve. <laughs> at some point, I would be up by eight, but because I'm so tired, after again, and it, for me, it wasn't just one person; it was like two, three people at a time. Mm-hmm. So for me, like after pouring into two, three people and really not getting that pour back, like I said, whether it be by choice, whether I didn't want it back, or I didn't think. Or it was a certain circumstances. After not getting that pouring back, it left me both both mentally, physically, and emotionally drained. So I could definitely see how trying to pull somebody out of a dark place if you're not prepared for it, and that's the thing. Yeah, like if there you it goes. if you are prepared for it, and this is a person that you know what you want to stand by, and you're prepared to like do to stay down in the trenches as long as it will take to pull them out, then go for it. And ironically, this kind of sort of ties into a topic, another topic that we're covered this month. But like, if that person doesn't want to change, doesn't want to come out, then you're fighting a losing battle. But more on that a couple weeks from now. But if you're prepared for it and you want to do it, go for it. But if you're not prepared, I would not advise it because you're going to end up, you may not end up broken, but you're going to end up a lot more drained than you were before you went into this. But this leads me to another question. Why do you think social media mixes up subservient <laughs> and submissive? Because for me, again, and again, for those that know of our other podcast, I always say that. Hold on. Shout out to the real source. That's our other podcast with our other friends. You know, other so friends, shout yeah. out to the real source. Listen to them. Go ahead. <laughs> Again, for those that, that know that has listened to the real source, know that 
I always say I'm not on the up and up on social media. Like my social media circle goes as far as my close friends and what they tell me. So, and this isn't a topic that really comes up in our circle because we all kind of fall, kind of sort of fall into the same line as you know what, treat women with respect, treat them as equals. They're not beneath you. I mean, that's just me and my circle. So we don't really talk about, you know, women are subservient to us because we don't believe that they are. So, and most people see that as simp behavior, but hey, again, that's a different topic. But why do you think social media mixes up submissive versus subservient? I think, I and I, I'm going to have to blame Christianity for this. Mm. I'm going to have to blame Christianity for this. For this one. Mm. Because for... <sighs> Uh, last week when we were talking about church hurt, remember we were talking about people using the Bible to manipulate others. Right. And I feel like a lot of, and I'm sorry again, I feel like there's a lot of male preachers who likes to use that, who liked to use that scripture in order for, to manipulate women. Right. And people took that and ran with it. I'm going to say I have to blame Christianity's fault and I have to blame societal society because then there was a point in time where men could, yo, a man could beat his wife and it was fine. Nobody was going to say anything. That was just societal norm. Right. Which in my head go makes it seem like you're a servant. If you as a husband can beat your wife, like smack her around because the grits was burnt and you didn't like that. She wasn't your, she's your property. Mm. That's not your wife. So I'm going to have to blame, I'm going to have to blame society and, 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 and Christianity for it because of those two things. How, how it was back then and how, Certain people and certain preachers have taken that scripture verse and tried to manipulate women into being servants instead of being, I don't want to say women, but instead of being women. Or equals. Or equal. Right. There we go. Instead of being equals. Because again, just because I am submitting to you doesn't mean I am beneath you. Correct. Look at this scenario. All right. My husband, wherever he is, in the future, decides he wants to paint the house. Cool, right? We live in an HOA neighborhood that's really lax. They say you could paint the house whatever color you want, all right? I say, he says, all right. He doesn't say it to me. He says, I'm thinking about green. I go and talk to my friend who is on the HOA board. She says, I say, you know, we're thinking about painting the house. Because I agree. The house needs a, a new coat of paint. Okay, fine. She says, okay, yeah, that's fine. We're painting. You know we can paint it any color. But just not lime green, you know. It's just, it's something, we just don't, uh, no shocking colors like lime green. All right. I go home. My husband says, I'm painting the house lime green. No, no, lime green is not a great color. Well, you just gonna have to deal with it. You need to be submissive to me. You need to just support me in my decisions. Okay, fine. You buy how much gallons of lime? He buys, sorry, how much gallons of lime green paint? 
I know that the HOA lady who I know says just no colors like lime green. But because you want me to just agree with you, you just want me to submit with big old air quotation marks to you. You tell me, you just have to listen to what I say. You are my wife. You need to be submissive. Just support me. Okay, cool. You start painting the house lime green. Here come the board now. Oh, um, Mr. Such and Such, uh, we know you said we could paint your house any color, but colors like lime green, we, 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 it's a no-go for us. So you come in the house saying, babe, man, they're crazy. They said that we can't paint our house lime green. Me being me, I'm going to say, well, I did talk to Sheila. And Sheila said that any other color is fine except for lime green. Why didn't you tell me? This and that the other. Yada, yada, yada. You said you just wanted me to support you. You said I wasn't being submissive. So I just let you do what you want to do. On the flip side, if you said, if he said, well, why not green? I could have said, well, you know, I talked to Sheila. She said we could paint our house any color except for colors like lime green. Oh, really? Well, you know, the other color I thought about was blue. I'm going to get to how he thought about blue. Okay. Oh, blue's, I mean, it's not lime green, so it should be fine. What about, he's like, but I don't know what color blue. What about slate blue? It's nice. It's cool. And it could go with, you know, it's not really out there. It's kind of subdued. I like, you know what? Yeah, that's a nice idea. Okay, let's do slate blue. End the conversation. All right? There's nothing between scenario A and B. You spent your stupid money, <laughs> bought lime green paint to paint the house, and now you got your wasted money and time because you can't paint the house lime green. You got to prime it all over again and find another color. And also, husband's mad at me because I didn't say anything. But you can't get mad because I tried to say something. Mm-hmm. I tried to give my opinion. And you said, you just need to submit to me. Like a lot of people say on social media, that's not a submissive wife. She just need to submit to him. You just need to support him. Just support me. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying not paint the house. I'm saying don't paint it lime green. Because the HOA don't want us to paint it lime green. I never said don't paint. Am I not still submitting to you? My definition, yeah, you still are. But that's the thing. We get it, they get it so mixed up because they're like, oh, you're just supposed to agree with me. That's not the point. I'm not supposed to just agree with you. I'm a human being with thoughts and opinions. I can't just agree with you. Am I supposed to just not have thoughts and opinions because now we're married? Because that's not how, that's not what Paul said. Paul said to love your wife as you love yourself. You, if you love yourself, you're going to think about how this is going to affect you. How that is going to affect you. How you taking this job is going to affect you. How you moving out of state is going to affect you. Do you really like that color or not? You're thinking about, if you're thinking of loving yourself, you're thinking about how everything you like affects you. How he got the blue is because he was thinking of me because he loves me as he loves himself. Just like Christ of the church, Christ sacrificed. He took consideration of the church. Christ didn't have to die for the church, but he did anyway. He considered the church, all the problems the church was going to have, and died. Regardless. Right. 
you have no consideration of me. You just want to do what you want to do. And I'm supposed to agree. Now I'm a subservient. I'm beneath you. But whereas if we come together, you have a suggestion, you have an idea. Okay. I like that idea. But maybe we could tweak it a little bit so it can be better. I never said your idea was wrong. I never said your idea was stupid. I never said you shouldn't ever do what you want to do. I'm just saying, let's finesse it this way so it can be better. Mm. I'm still submitting to you and I'm helping you on top of it. I would, all, I, would, I, would, I would also like to note that it's interesting that before Paul even went into wives, you know, subject yourself to your husbands, husbands love your, loves your wife as you love yourself, that again, in verse 21, he states, again, Ephesians 5 verse 21, reading from the NASB, he states, and subject yourselves to one another in the fear of Christ. He didn't say, he didn't, he, and, and again, in my mind, it's kind of like, before wives, and again, stop me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, before wives subject themselves to their husbands, before husbands love wives as them, love your wife as themselves, the first thing should be subjecting, again, unless I'm reading it in the wrong context, subjecting yourself to one another. As in, in my mind, it's not husband over wife, wife over husband, but you guys are now working together towards one goal and in that goal you have okay husbands love your wives as yourself wives subject yourself i don't want to say even further because that's not what the bible says but why subject yourself to your husbands but at the end of the day both of you and i I think as i stated clearly here one is not beneath the other both of you are together working towards one goal both in christ and also maybe career-wise or maybe family-wise. Maybe the goal is for you guys to have a house, a pay off your house or buy a house by 30. Mm-hmm. So you two are working together towards that goal. And mm-hmm. whatever goal that you guys set in Christ, maybe both of you guys want to go deeper in Christ and you guys decide, you know what, we're going to go together. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's your goal. But before, again, before husbands and wives, it was like, okay, submit yourselves to one another. At least that's how I read it. So you guys are no longer, you guys are companions, lifelong companions. Or again, of course, the same age, divorce and all that stuff. But you guys are companions. And then under that companionship, it's almost, that's what I want to say. It's almost like Paul gives pretty much the general, the general statement of Mm -hmm. being like, okay, submit yourself to each other. Mm -hmm. And then he gives specific instructions as it goes down in the verse. Exactly. That, that, that's exactly it. And when you said that it's not one over the other, it's two of y'all working together. Paul explicitly states, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. You can't be one over the other if y'all both one flesh. It's a companionship. It, it, you, 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 (sighs) again. But people miss the formula. Right. And when you look at it, and we were talking about this yesterday before we started this podcast, the formula is Christ, husband, wife. And if you look at it, if people are like, oh, it's a triangle. Okay. All right. If you look at it as husband at the bottom, wife at the bottom, husband, Christ, 
all the responsibility falls on the wife. Mm. Because she's what's holding this relationship up. Right. All right? Then people say, well, invert the triangle upside down. Christ at the bottom and the small part, husband, wife. All the relations, all the things fall on Christ, but it's not stable as an inverted triangle. Right. Now, if you flip the triangle the right side away and you have Christ at the bottom, not meaning that he's beneath us, husband, wife, and you go the, um, the, uh, what's that called? The, yeah, upward. And the, oh, oh God. There's a term for it, but I don't Yeah, my brain just went blank. (laughs) There's a term for it. The, I'm going to say procession of power, right? Okay. Going from bottom to top, Christ having the most authority, right? Christ, husband, wife. All the responsibility, all the decisions a wife makes will fall on the husband. All that the both of them make together will fall on Christ. And Christ is what's holding those two up. You're right. You're right. I see that. I see that. But people, people make it so weird. You know, they don't have it the right way. And that's the problem. It's not, I'm controlling you. It's not you're You're controlling controlling me. me, It's Christ is what's holding us up. And because we love God, I'm going to honor you and you're going to honor me and we're going to love God. So before, again, we're kind of sort of over time, but I feel like we should at least just touch on this. Yeah. Before, before we end this, um, this segment is that. I have down here my notes. I, I'm just going to segue directly to it. Marriage versus relationship. Mm-hmm. Because every iteration, every iteration, every translation, mm-hmm. excuse me, that I've read of Ephesians 5, verse 20 to 33, it always said husbands and wives, mm-hmm. husbands and wives, mm-hmm. husbands and wife. Nowhere in Ephesians did I see boyfriend and girlfriend. There we go. Nowhere <laughs> did I see that. And some people going to get upset at me. Some people going to call me a traitor. But if we go by what the Bible says, uh-huh. then you who are in a relationship has no responsibility to be submissive to your partner. That doesn't mean that you go that doesn't mean you're going to be controlling in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. Some people going to misconstrue me. Mm-hmm. Some people going to twist my words. But I'm saying it now. That doesn't mean that you don't learn how to compromise. Right. That doesn't mean that you don't learn how to listen to each other. Right. That doesn't mean that you as a man or you as a woman will just have your foot on the other person's neck. All right. I'm stating it. I'm stating it clearly now. But mm-hmm. you, but if the Bible says a man and a woman, not a man and a woman, husband, husband and, and wife, wife right. then you as a boyfriend or you as a girlfriend, you are not obligated okay. to follow what is outlined okay. in the word of God. I mean, I mean, and, 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 and the funny part is, and I'm not going to take long with this. The funny part is. That men and women do this stupid foolishness and then complain. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. This is not your husband. That's your boyfriend. 
This is your boyfriend. Your, your partner. Depending, depending. This is on your partner. However, this is not your you husband. You out here giving a wife love to a boyfriend. And then wondering why he won't put a daggone ring on your finger. Because you already are operating in the position of a wife without the, the benefits. Without the benefits of a wife. You are operating. Why would you do that? You operate in a on a position of a husband, and you're not a husband, and you want husband benefits, but you're not a husband. And society has it all mixed up. It has it all tangled up. And I'm not going to say all parts of society, but society has it all tangled up and mixed up. Because Paul explicitly states, "It's husbands submit to wives, wives." Right. Submit to husbands. Wives love submit subject to your husbands. Husband loves your wife as Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. Not saying that as a significant other with before the ring that you should not learn how to love said person. That you should not respect said person. Because there's a lot of truth. women out here, they don't respect their boyfriend, but then they have problems when their boyfriend is mad when you know you doing things that he's not down for it's a respect respect should be given like if that's your exclusive partner you should respect them and how they feel i mean that's just the bottom line that's the bottom line but paul here said that if you want this to work for the long term if you want this push and pull if you want this respect it's marriage it's, mm-hmm. And this this only happens in a marriage. And so I want to end off by saying this. The one thing that I do know after talking to various people, my circle, my sister, which is right here with me, and does even kind of sort of even know my bishop, my first lady, mm-hmm. is that don't expect marriage goals. Or can I switch it and say don't expect marriage benefits mm-hmm. in a relationship? Clarify, clarify. Just say it one more time and clarify. Don't expect marriage benefits, and I'll, I'll even go clearer. Don't expect marriage benefits, and don't shoot for marriage goals in a non-marriage relationship. Mm. Essentially, what I am saying is that if you are just boyfriend and girlfriend, do not expect marriage perks. Those are only reserved. Like I said, some people going to be mad at me. Some people going to misconstrue my words. They're going to turn it upside down. But my belief is that if you are boyfriend and girlfriend, you are boyfriend and girlfriend. Not boyfriend slash husband, not girlfriend slash wife. Do not expect marriage benefits and marriage goals in a non-marriage relationship. Clear as day. If you're not married... Don't expect the benefits that comes with being married because you're not obligated to those benefits. And that's just my belief. And again, just like the quote we said at the beginning said, submission is about respect. Mm-hmm. So if you are just in a relationship without the ring, if you are just each other's persons, Thinking about moving forward into marital bliss or the marriage stage, it does not mean, and when I hear that, 
and I'm going to clarify you further, it does not mean you should not be respecting each other. Right. It just means that don't expect her to bow down to you or to submit to you in every giving thing because you guys are not legally bounded. That's what I'm saying. Again, love each other. Respect each other. Treat each other as equals. Again, I, I feel like I just want to clarify it one more time. So just in case the person skipped over the first two times, and we're going to end it here. In a relationship, whether it's a marriage, whether you're dating, or any marriage or dating, love each other. Yep. Respect each other. Yep. Treat each other as equal. Yep. Because no one is beneath anyone else. If you are, if you are following Christ and you are dating and you are in a relationship and you are married, we are all in, in that relation, yes, we are all people striving to be towards Christ. Mm-hmm. But in your relationship, in your dating, in your relationship, in your marriage, mm-hmm. you and the person you are joined with, you are not beneath that person. That person is not beneath you. Both of you guys are companions and partners seeking Christ in all his glory and perfection, not only for your relationship, but also for your life, you for your preach. spiritual you life, for your physical life, well, for your emotional life, for uh-huh, your mental life. Uh-huh. No one, no one sex, no, no, nobody, nobody is beneath each other mm-hmm. in the kingdom of Christ. I can't speak for the world. I can't speak for other religions, but as far as I know in Christianity, man and woman together seeking Christ, striving towards Christ. And that's just what the Bible says. So that's the cold hard facts. Thank you for tuning <laughs> into the Black Bible. We will see you guys next time. Don't forget to like, comment, and like, comment, I guess so. Like and share with your friends or those you choose to share. And if you're upset, I'm sorry, not sorry. Anyway, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time.